Hey, welcome back to the We're Woke Podcast. My name is Demetrius, and I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, if you can follow me on YouTube, like, share, subscribe to the channel. You can follow me on Facebook under uh, We Are Woke Podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at We Are Woke Podcast. Today, I want to, um, I got a guest, um, one of my boys I met in the military, both my Marines, uh, my boy, Anthony. So welcome to the show. How are you doing today, man? Hey, what's up, D? I'm doing, I'm doing good, man. Thanks for inviting me on. Yeah, no problem, man. I've been, I should have been got you on here, but like I said, I'm still, I haven't even got my little background and all that stuff set up. I said, I'm about to get me a new computer and all that. So I, most likely I'm going to get you back on here again anyway. So I said, we oh. get this one out the way so you can see like it ain't shit to it, man. But um, like what you been up to, man? I know we, we keep in contact. We hit each other up randomly and shit. Like how you been doing? Uh, I've been doing good, man. Um, I mean, I want to say we probably met in either 2010 or 2011 timeframe. Yeah. Um, 2011. Yeah. And I think we've been in pretty, pretty constant, you know, contact here and there through, you know, Facebook. I live in California currently. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I stayed in the Marine Corps just under, you know, nine years and I got out. It was time. Uh, I got out on. Yeah. I got out on recruiting duty. So oh, recruiting. Oh, okay. Damn, I didn't know you was doing a recruiting thing. You just yeah. you weren't feeling it? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to say my once I left Virginia, yeah, before I came to Cali, they were trying to get me to recruit. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not about to get no, I, I'm not trying to sign nobody up in this shit, man. They're gonna be looking at me funny. So so how yeah. long did you do with the recruiting thing? Uh three years. Three years. You didn't like it at all? It had its moments, but, you know, when you realize you're a grown-ass man and mm -hmm. high school kids, you know, can determine your Marine Corps future. Right. Hell yeah. yeah. So <laughs> uh, it, it just wasn't for me. So I did my time and uh, I got out and I'm happy. You know, I got two kids. I live in a nice home. Mm -hmm. I'm a federal contractor for the, for the military now. So okay. I, I can't complain. That's what's up, man. I'm glad everything going good with you, dog. So uh, we're going to get right into the show, man. Like I was telling you, uh, I usually start to show off with the quote of the day. I've um, been reading the book, The 48 Laws of Power, and decided that I'm going to just start doing the law each episode. So this week we're on law number three, and law number three is hide your intentions not by closing up, but by talking endlessly about your desires and goals, just not your real ones. So like what I was telling you was that like, with the um the laws, some of them just they catch me off guard. Like, why would you even say some shit like that? So, like, you understand what they're saying? Pretty much. That's pretty deep. <laughs> yeah, it is, right? It's like, but like I said, I don't understand why a person would do that. Or like I, I see it both ways. Like, what you think about it? So essentially, I know there was quite a bit to that. It's essentially you were saying, you know, don't don't close up, talk about or share with maybe the one, the ones you love or your close, you know, confidants, your goals and your dreams, but don't tell them the real ones. Right. Because, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, that, I mean, this can leak into like the social media thing, right? I mean, so many people on there, you know, flexing or, you know, they got the money bag or um, they're flaunting and showing all this stuff and they get killed. Yeah. Here it is. So, so <laughs> um 
I, I guess, you know, if I had to relate it to me, I would be honest with my wife or, um, you know, other people with their significant other. But when it comes to others, right, like I'll just use my peers. Mm-hmm. I probably would play it a little closer to the chest because, you know, everything now is just so competitive. Um, True. You know, there's a lot of backstabbing going on, especially in, in the workforce. So. Right. So, yeah, like, I agree with that. At first, like, let's say when I, when I first read it, I want to say I got the law 15, 16, something like that. And I started reading it for a while. I'm like, damn, this fucked up that they really want people to live by these laws or whatever. But, yeah, that, that's one of those laws. It, it makes sense. Like, once you tell somebody, you never, like, if you can tell somebody you think that's your boy or whatever, some close stuff like, hey, yeah, I got this going on. I'm about to make this happen. And then, like, they might get jealous of you because you're making bigger moves than the moves they got. But y'all both got the same 24 hours. You can, y'all, I mean, y'all can still be both making money, but. Yeah, it's just yeah, you you put it in better perspective like that. That makes a lot of sense, man. So that's that's what's up. Yeah, I can fuck with that. Um, so um, let's let's get into some sports, man. Let's let's get into why we really here, dog. Um, there we go. <laughs> as y'all can see, he he's he's a, a Bills fan. This uh, honestly, dog, I know two Bills fans. Like that's why I say every time I think about the Bills, I, I got a my, one of my homies back home that um. He's an older guy, but um, he works at, like, Walgreens or whatever. His name is Leroy. Bills fan. Every time I talk to him, that's how he's talking about Bills, Bills, Bills. I'm like, God, they trash. Then when y'all got Allen and White and all them start coming, it was like, oh, shit, like, the Bills serious. And, like, watching them the other night, well, what, a couple weeks ago, I want to say they played the Chiefs. Yeah, y'all whooped on the Chiefs' heads, right? Yeah, last, yeah, sun- so. last Sunday night. Yeah, y'all y'all been looking good, man. But um, yeah, we got a tough task in here this week. Uh, Monday night football game too. I gotta stay up for that. Yeah, yeah we got Monday, Monday night game. So uh, Bills, what what y'all little thing called? Bills Mafia. That's what y'all call. Yeah, the Bills Mafia versus the Titans game. It should. What what you think about it so far? Like what you um like what's some of your predictions? Like if we could read off some of those stats that we had those rankings. Um. The Bills, y'all rank eighth in offense, first in defense, ninth in passing, fifth in damn, fifth in rushing. So y'all top ten in everything. We are ranked tenth in offense, twenty-first in defense, twenty-sixth in passing, and third in rushing. What what's what's some of your prediction? How you think that game is gonna go on Monday night, man? Well, I definitely think being uh ranked High in the higher end of passing and defense is definitely going to go against you. That's on that one. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, you know, I, I think honestly, I I just want to start this off by saying I've been a Bills fan since birth. Uh, I've lived in Buffalo. My whole my mother and her whole family still lives there. I just oh, okay. I don't mess with the cold, so uh, I stayed in California. But yeah, it is not it has not been easy being a Bills fan. Okay, right, growing up. Know. Okay. <laughs> I just, I want people to know that like, it's just now being okay. Like, is this for real? Is Alan for real? Mm-hmm. And last year he showed he was for real. And then this year, I mean, it's just more of the same, you know, and it's, it's really something. I don't know if you deal with this being a Titans fan, you know, we go in to Kansas city on a Sunday night, beat the chiefs pretty handily, mm-hmm. uh, 38, 38, 20. And then oh, everybody from, NFL announcers and all the fans are saying, oh, it's just because the Chiefs had a bad game. Chiefs beat themselves. Nah. You know, the you know, Mahomes just had a bad game. Our defense is trash. Like, you know, pretty much the Bills are trash and the Chiefs 
only lost because the Chiefs beat themselves. And I'm like, you know, we don't we don't ever get love, man. It's, yeah. No, they they gotta respect it now because uh, like I said, that's when I looked at my schedule, when I looked at the Titans schedule this year, as soon as I saw the Bills, I'm like, oh shit, here we go again. Cause I'm I, I want to say we did we play last year? We definitely played last year. That was the year uh, of me, right? Y'all yeah, I, too, right? Yeah, yeah. See, but I, I think we beat like, you like the last three times. Yeah, see, and that's y'all used to be like the laughing stock of the NFL. Now y'all, I say y'all on top of it. Like, I, I respect it, man. So, um, what what you think as far as predictions? What do you think as score wise? What do you think how that's gonna go? Well, I know I sent you that meme that we're gonna win by fifty. But, yeah, I'm about to say, uh, tell me what you tell everybody what you said the first time, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if I had to put a score on it, I think we hold – if we hold Derrick Henry under 100 yards and force Tannehill to pass, you, you guys are going to get killed. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think we'll – I think we'll probably score 40. Damn, 40 points. What's y'all, <laughs> what y'all averaging right now in the scoring? Because I think uh, I'm top five in that too, right? Yeah, we're over 30 a game. Yeah, see, that's – anybody over 30. Oh, man. Um, so let me well, I got, I, got a, I got a stat for you here. Oh, okay. So the first five weeks in the NFL, <clears throat> right? These are the, the top five teams in the NFL that have held their opponents under a certain amount of points, right? So mm-hmm. I'll start with the fifth place team, the Patriots okay. have held the Patriots have held their opponents to 92 points through week five. It's pretty good. The Saints, 91. The Panthers in third place, 87. The Broncos, 76. Mm-hmm. And the Bills are in first place with 63. So, um, so they say we probably score about 10 points. Yeah, we've we've outscored our opponents like 130 to 21. Damn, yeah, y'all on the road. Y'all definitely on the road. So let let me see. I'm trying to figure a prediction because, like I said, I'm I'm a I'm a Titans fan. I'm an honest Titans fan. I'm not no. I'm not no fanatic. I'm not gonna say we're going 16 and 0 every year. I'm not that type of fan. Like, right, I'm right, more, right. I'm a realist. But um, this is complete opposite. Like you said, y'all hold us under 100. If y'all heard, hold Henry under 100 yards, y'all probably blow us up. I feel if if Henry can score at least two times and we got over 100 yards, I think the game will be closer. Um, as far as my defense, I have zero confidence in the defense. I've seen them these last couple of weeks. We lost to the worst team in the league, the Jets. Then we the next night, I mean, the next week, we played um, the Jaguars, which were 0-4. So they was the second worst team in the league. And they even got to put points on us. They beat us with the play action, the quarterback being able to scramble. You know, Allen could do all that. Yeah. Um, we don't have a – we don't have a – the if Jack Rabbit Jenkins is on digs, he gonna have a he gonna have a career night. He, he'd probably go for 155 touchdowns if he's on it all night. Um, yeah, I think this game come down to Henry, and really it comes down actually it comes down to Tannehill because he needs to be able to throw the ball. We got Julio back, we got AJ back. I'm not sure if they're gonna make it through the whole game. Hopefully they can, but I'm just hoping we can keep this game close. So as far as a prediction, in my heart. I know that we're not winning this game, so I'll probably say Bills win this one 31 to 17. I still believe that we could at least score probably in garbage time. But if Henry can go, 
if he can get multiple touchdowns and over 100 yards, I, I'm thinking, and if somehow the defense can contain Diggs and um, what's the who's y'all slot receiver? Uh, either Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, yeah, Gabe Davis. Probably. Damn, I forgot y'all got Sanders too, huh? Yeah, Sanders has like five touchdowns already. <laughs> if we can somehow contain, if we can slow down the offense, we, the only way we'll win this game is by a field goal. I can't see us winning by a touchdown if we were to win. So, But if not, we probably, like I said, if Henry don't have a good game, y'all keep in the backfield, this would be an ugly one that I probably won't talk about for the rest of the year, man. So I said I'm, I'm hoping we have a good game. But like I said it's the Monday night game. Good luck to y'all boys. Y'all probably don't need it against us, but yeah. It's in Tennessee, right? We're in we're in Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. So and that's another thing. With us being in Tennessee, one play sucks the whole crowd away. Like if y'all get one play, like a, a deep pass, play action, and he score on that, that the, the um the fans, they just be they silent the rest of the game because they know it's about to be a long night. Okay. So I think that's where we differ. Uh with the Bills fans. I mean, I, every year they, the NFL holds all these polls and, you know, who's the you know most, you know, best fan base in the NFL. It's always Bill Mafia right. every year. And we could be 0-16. Right, y'all still going to be high. Yeah. Yeah, our, our fans, they give up. We give up. If it's 7-0, we're giving up already. <laughs> you know, like I said, and then you see, like, the second half has been our best friend. That's the only way we've been coming back. We've been pulling off some good comebacks in the second half, so. It, we just need a, a strong start. If we can get a strong start, I think we can carry it over to the second half where we play better football. But like I said, I'm hoping we have a good game, though, man. I'm definitely um, hoping we have a good game. Uh, on the, in the in, you know, real quick, on the back of my mind, mm-hmm. you know, I, I kind of did see this game as possibly a trap game for the Bills. Um, we're on the road now, our second week in a row. We won in Kansas City. Now we're going to Tennessee. Tennessee sure. always plays us tough in Tennessee. And knock on wood, but we always have players hurt against Tennessee. You know, like two, two years ago, you guys took out Tyrod Taylor for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, so if we could just avoid the injuries, and like I said, you know, um, shackle up uh, Henry and keep him under a hundred, which I think we can do. Our front four is solid. Our mm-hmm. linebackers, Tremaine Edmonds and Milano, and I mean they'll come up and hit him, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Ed- Edmonds is like six six two fifty. See, you know, like he's gonna, he gonna have to meet Henry at some point in the game. <laughs> he's gonna be looking for him all day, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. definitely be uh we'll, we'll definitely be talking during the game. Uh oh, yeah, I'll have definitely. it on. I'll have it on. Yeah, I, I'm uh I'll most likely stay up though. Well, no, I'm I'm lying. If the shit get out of hand, I'm turning on going to bed so I could be ready for work. <laughs> Cause I know I'm okay. off at work the whole day. <laughs> all right, uh you, you had anything else on the, the game? No, I just hope we win and, you know, just prove everybody wrong that we, we shouldn't have lost to Pittsburgh. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. I mean, I don't because they, they sorry, but it was just – I think that's one of them early games. You know how it is at the early part of the season. Um, so let's get into a little bit of boxing. Um, I had the um, – I watched the Wilder and the Fury fight. Wilder and Fury, this was the third fight. Um, it went bad for Wilder. Fury came in at 277 pounds. I want to say Wilder came in at 240. And uh, he didn't do any cardio this fight. You know what I mean? So um, I can't hear you. Okay. Yeah, sorry about that. Oh, okay. Um, 
Yeah. Um, did you did you see any highlights on that? What did you think of that fight? I I did not watch the whole fight. I watched uh, maybe like the last minute of it, and I mean, old boy got slept, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just really what it boils down to. And I well, I, I read the, the yeah I read the tweet that he came out with, um, mm-hmm. pretty much just saying like it is what it is. You know, we put on a good show. You know. Maybe hopefully we'll fight again. But yeah, if working. I'm, if I'm, you know, if I'm Fury, uh, I'm not fighting you again. Like, nah, don't waste your time. You didn't, he didn't prove this point for the second time. The second fight, he said the only reason he lost was because the, the costume he came out with, it was like 40 pounds. He said it, it tired his legs up. So okay. that, that was what happened in the second fight. So this was the fight right here. This, this told it off. I just believe that with with Wilder, he um he put on too much muscle. He didn't do any cardio. He admitted he didn't do any cardio. So you got a 275 pound dude coming lay on you six nine. He's like four inches taller than you. Just coming to lay on you the whole fight. You're gonna be tired. And you can see with Wilder, he put all muscle up here, up in his shoulders and shit. So um, what I didn't like about it was. After the fight, Wilder said he don't respect him. Like he's just pretty much like he can't he can't accept the fact that he got his ass whooped. But then he came out with the Instagram post. So I guess he's come to he's starting to realize like he's he's just not the better man out that fight. So hopefully he moves on and maybe fight uh, AJ or something. Because or somebody like one the bum or the up and coming boxer to show <laughs> that he still got it. But right, as far as Fury, right. dog, I don't see nobody beating Fury in that division. He's just he's too big for everybody. He, he's the biggest heavyweight in the division. He weighs the most. He's the most skilled. So yeah, that's that's all I really had on that, man. Yeah, uh, I don't watch a lot of the, the fights from start to finish. I always watch like the highlights and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, it always cracks me up, no matter who's fighting, MMA, boxing. I look yeah. at all the comments and just regular people like me or mm-hmm like you or you know they're commenting on the video like oh you know wilds is a bum bro wilds i'm like bro he'll kill you like right, in one he hit was, he was, one. and be, you probably might not wake up <laughs> you might not wake up so yeah I, I don't i don't take it that far man I, at the end of the day like i'm shit i'm six one six yeah i'm about six one i'm i'm not even gonna waste my time talking about it man, nah, what, what no you won't <laughs> yeah don't you do this if you see his highlight reel of his knockouts you would thought that at least 20 of them dudes, like, they no longer live. Like, he, he done put some boys out, man, bad. Like, with the ass up and everything, just sleep in the middle of the ring. So. You know, it, it don't even have to be a face shot, dude. He'll just give you one to the kidney or something. Anything. Yeah, he, <laughs> he can catch you anywhere, man. I don't, like I said, I don't want nothing. I, Wilder, I ain't got no problem with you, dog. I know you lost to Fury, but, yeah, I ain't got no problem over here with you, man. Yeah, he'll be back. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll be back, man. So um, I, I wanted to speak on um, the update, like I be I was telling you earlier. Me and my brother, we play uh, Madden in 2K. So in Madden, I've always been a Madden guy. He's always been a 2K guy. For some reason, these last couple of years, he's he's been getting a couple of wins off of me every once in a blue moon. And he start for some reason, think he could beat me in both. So um, I just wanted to update you on that. We'll just update the, um, the podcast about it. And um, right now on... <laughs> On 2K is 17 to 1. And he's on a 17 game winning streak. I won the first game and he ain't let me win a game since, dog. 
it's, oh, wow. it's, it's been pretty bad. But so what we do is we don't pick teams. We do randoms. We uh, do three randoms or whatever. Yeah, we do uh, three randoms, and he um, he he's been getting the better teams. That's all it's been. Even when he get the bad teams, I end up with a bad team. He's just the better man on the game. But um, on Madden, I've been doing this dude dirty, man. It's, uh, <laughs> what is it? It's eighteen to three now. But this last game, thirty-eight to zero. Yeah, I did it. Okay. Bad. Yeah, it is thirty-eight to zero. And it's um, random teams in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Dre, okay. I know you're going to be watching this, man. Just know that, shit, I'll be back tomorrow. I'm kicking your ass. Yeah, we, we've been playing a couple games a day, though, but my, uh, my mama called me during us playing. Like, we're going to start streaming it because uh, we just be cussing each other out the whole damn game, man. Yeah. People will probably think that we fighting over there, but we just, <laughs> we just shit talking and shit. But, yeah, I'm going um, to start posting that on my page on, uh, you know what Twitch is? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start posting the link on there and have people start tuning in that. And like I said, that'd be something I'm going to start adding on to the podcast is the uh, top five, uh, top plot. Every time we score something, we usually save the clip. So we're going to start putting it at the end of the video and stuff. But, um, yeah, that's all I had on that, man. You, you've been playing Madden still? Yes, unfortunately. Uh, I I buy or digitally download now. Uh, yeah, me too. Every, every Madden, I don't know, I probably have them back to like 2000 okay so um yeah. i i play online head to head i don't have a lot of friends up here that i know like that to yeah, yeah be on to, there like that. to play a madden so i play online and that is just a up in the air you know i could play with somebody that is just so belligerently disrespectful mm-hmm. or are you, you know, nine yeah yeah, yeah. See, i don't do the mic thing but so i'm gonna start doing it because i like cussing people up yeah, I don't just don't do the disrespectful shit, but you know, ain't no filter on it. They talk about your mom and all type of shit. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they still I, be quitting a lot too. They do. I yeah. just played yesterday. I went into two online lobbies, got paired up with a random, and they saw I had the bills and they quit the lobby. Scary, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> the boys be scared, man. You can't pick certain teams on that game. People, uh, I think Allen's throw power on there like 98, 99. Yeah. So he can complete pretty much anything as long as you know how to like control your quarterback and shit. But yeah, right. man, uh, like I said, I'm still in the my little league or whatever. Shit, whenever you shit, whenever you get a chance, shit, if you want to, I can add, get you up in there when if you have, have free time. Most of them are in they in California, so they own your time anyway. I'll let you know right now, like I'm I'm down, man. Oh so. okay. Yeah, well, like with this season just starting, we just started the new season like two days ago. So it'll be somebody quitting, but I'll just let you know the team and yeah, I'll like take roster is. But I'll let you know. I'll I'll let you know right now. The dudes with the bills, he probably not gonna quit. He's he's no, been there. He's been there with in our group for like since day one. So he definitely ain't gonna let go of them bills, dog. Especially That's Allen. Right. Like everybody been trying to trade for him. He said, "Hell no, ain't nobody getting Allen." Was you just got that perfect, you know, uh, I don't want to do it, but I will. It's like you got that perfect, like Michael Vick-esque, yeah. you know, like I could throw it 85 yards on you, mm-hmm. like in the air, or I could play action and like truck your linebacker and, yeah. and run it. <laughs> yeah, he can do it all, man. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely keep you updated on that, dog. I'll definitely do that. Um, 
so let's get into a little bit of news. Um, I, I wanted to speak on was the um, the Superman situation. Like I said I'm not against anybody um, living their their true their truth. You feel me? But uh, I'm so uh, I, I won't say I'm disappointed in Superman, but I knew something would come out. As far as with comics, I, when we was growing up, Superman's always been like the number one guy. But lately, they saying that he um, he uh, he like men, I guess. He he yeah, a little bit more friendly than I thought. <laughs> so okay. I wanted to ask you, like, I mean, it's it's not an issue. It's just I don't get why now. I guess. Is Superman been a I'm you you 30 something, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm 34. And my whole life, Superman's always been number one. He's always been beaten up, man. He's never came out and said, Hey, I I think I don't want to fight you. I want to be cool with you. He's never been that type of guy. So like like what you think about that? Do you read comics? Did you read comics coming up? I did, yeah, as a kid. And you know, I watch all the you know Marvel Universe movies and DC and uh, so I follow it. I've watched all the Supermans and um, it's, uh, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say it's unfortunate mm-hmm. just because of the world we live in today, but um, it, it is what it is, you know, like I have kids. So, you know, over the years, I've slowly seen certain agendas, especially like LBG, BQ mm-hmm. and all of that slowly being forced into cartoons yeah um, that's crazy so the icons whether it be superman and, and batman and, and all that you know just just don't mess with the punisher you know like, no they can't do punisher <laughs> like that <laughs> they ain't gonna do punisher like that no i draw the line at that yeah, you said so. not not punisher though right no, <laughs> no. I said it, it's nothing man i just don't see where it'd be coming from like I feel like with certain characters, Batman, Superman, Hope, shit like that, them them untouchable. Let them continue to be who they be. But yeah, I just found it weird when I woke up. I thought it was fake, but now they said it's just something serious going on. So um, there's a bunch of characters, you know, like the Robin. Peter Pan. Yeah, Robin. Yeah. Peter Pan is now you can't tell if it's a boy or a girl. You know, it's like the hairstyle. It's like mm-hmm. it could be a boy, but it could be a girl. Right. It's like, well, his name is Peter. Right. So (laughs) I don't want to, you know, pee pee in your Cheerios here, but his name is Peter. So, but it would definitely be weird. I know it's in the comics and, you know, the cartoons is the transition, but I mean, if they get a boy to like come out with a new Man of Steel or a new Superman movie, Mm -hmm. he gay in the movie, that's going to be weird. Like, I I can't see that, but they did, they, they did Lois Lane dirty. Right, right. <laughs> She's like, what the heck? <laughs> All right, man. I, I, like, so I just wanted to speak on that. I just, like I said, I just found it weird at the time or whatever. But, I mean, shout out to um, Superman anyway, god damn it. Um, so, let's speak on um, the other thing that happened in the news was with the NFL, actually with the NFL, was uh, John, John Gruden. Now, this last couple of weeks, I've been hearing, like, I've been listening to Sports Center stuff, and it was saying how, him and Derek Carr don't – was it Derek or David? That's Derek Carr. Is that Derek? Yeah, his Derek. quarterback is Derek Derek Carr. Yeah, David was the brother that played for the Texans. Yeah. So, um, trash. Yeah, he's trash. One of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life, man. Yeah. 
he down there with Jamarcus Russell as he is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he is. Uh, so I know they they've been clashing whatever, but somehow these emails came up and they've been saying it's like been disrespectful, like someone been racial, someone been like homophobic and all type of stuff like that. And um, I just wanted to like get your opinion, like how, how what you think on um, John Gruden stepping down for the Raiders was it? Do you think it was a good thing? Or what? Yeah, uh, honestly, I, I I don't think there's any room in any sort of professional sports for any sort of racism. Uh, right. You know, when the first email came out about how he was talking about a boy having like rubber lips, like yeah. Michigan. Like, so, why? yeah. So that came out and, you know, Gruden was like, hey, it was a long time ago. I call I was essentially calling him a liar, you know, like so why not call him a liar? Right. So everyone was kind of like, uh, all right, bro. Like, we're going to let that one slide. And then like a, a day later, two days later, they're like, yo, he's coming out calling people fag and talking about that, that gay guy that got drafted, Michael Sam. Michael Sam. Who just was trash. He never even played a snap in the NFL, you know? So I, I get it. Like he was slandering, you know, hell of people, but. I want them to go deep into the emails to be like, who was he talking to? Because mm-hmm. he was probably having a conversation with somebody about it. And that other person. The owners, the, one of the red skin owners. Oh, Ray yeah, that David guy. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he, they said he was speaking to him. So that was one of the things I read today was, as far as the, the Colin Kaepernick situation with him kneeling, he, he mentioned something in the email saying, like, they should get rid of this fucker for kneeling and stuff like that. And people looked at that like, damn, why is he saying it like that or whatever? Like, he hates this guy for taking the knee. So, I, I, to me, like, I feel like it was it was time for it. Like, it's, it's no room for that. I feel like all these, these men is on the field for you every night. It's just like being in the military. They on the field. They doing this for you. You the coach. They trying to make you look good. You shouldn't be disrespecting them behind their back. And whatever point of your life, 2011, I, like at first when, when it came out, I was like, damn, that was 10 years ago. Like, who cares? But this stuff has been going on. And, like, I just don't understand how it's been going on for 10 years and nobody caught on to it. And then you, um, I want to say Keyshawn Johnson came out and said, like, he knew he was like that with his time with the Bucks. He said he didn't like him and all that type of shit. So I'm, I'm glad they starting to get rid of Certain people, just like in the NBA, what they did with the Clippers owner, they got mm. they got rid of him and stuff like that. So I'm glad they started doing that. Everybody should be treated the same, so especially when it comes to sports. Man. But um, you had anything else on that? Yeah, I was just shocked that you know because I watched Gruden back when he coached the Bucks mm-hmm. and the, you know in the Raiders, and then he went to the you know majority of the time I watched him as a sports announcer on Sunday night, Monday night. And I always thought he was like a pretty stand-up dude. I -hmm. mean, I guess you never know, right? Um, He hates Mm -hmm. gays. You know, that's just what what it is. Like he hate everybody, shit. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, You know, I just, I hope that in the investigation, they they get that guy who's the executive for the Redskins. Um, I, I feel like the NFL is so dirty. Like, but uh, have you ever watched uh, that show with The Rock? Which one? The, the one where he's like NFL uh, talent guy. 
was the TV show The Rock? Yeah. Oh, I haven't. I, I forgot all about that show. I, I forgot all about. It. I haven't even watched it yet. Uh, I forgot Ballers. Yeah, Ballers. Ballers. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. On HBO, I watched like yeah. the first two seasons. I want to say. Yeah. So I I watched the whole thing of Ballers, and I know it's a show, and it's all dramatic, you know, uh, dramatization. And I honestly think that some of that is real, man. Like, oh, hell yeah, most definitely. There's just so many people getting paid, and so many people. Like Roger Goodell, right? He's like, all right, we got Gruden. All right. And then what about this dude, the executive with the Redskins? It's like, oh, damn. I was talking to him about this. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're not going to we're not gonna bring him out to light. Right. Because <laughs> you know? then I'm screwed. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of you – know, I what Gruden did I'm, – I'm going to end it on this. What Gruden did was wrong. What he said was wrong. I'm glad he got outed. But I also kind of feel like he taken the brunt for a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Like – yeah, a lot of people, they're gonna. They said now, once that happened, they a lot of people deleting the emails right now. Oh. <laughs> they're trying to say it was uh, I see the bunch of memes on Jerry Jones. They're saying like he emptied the whole goddamn computer. He probably threw some shit away. You know, over his year, he probably been saying all type of shit. Especially oh, with Jerry. they ain't made it to the Super Bowl for what twenty years, twenty five years. Yeah, he been on their ass. <laughs> yeah, Jerry Jones probably low key racist man. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, no. And that's just because I don't like the Cowboys. Yeah, I don't either. I used, that's the crazy thing. I used to be a Cowboys fan, like as a kid. And I think that's because like everybody back home, like that's when Cowboys was good or whatever. But I don't know. Once I seen the Titans, it was like over with. So it's like '98, '97. Yeah. So yeah, I was a younger, but yeah. Um, let Let's get into a little music. I um I, I recommended a an album the the Meek Mill album. Just wanted to think what you thought about that. You, you listen to some of Meek? Uh yeah, I expensive plan right? Ex, expensive plan yeah. Yeah uh, yeah. So I I downloaded the album. I listened to every song and um I honestly just didn't like it that Dude, much. What the, uh, why the fuck would he even say this shit? Yeah, uh, some of the songs I felt like. We're just like rushed, like, hey man, we need three more tracks. And he's like, all right. And he's just just threw the tracks together. You know, some some had, you know, a good beat, you know, a good hook and all that. But I I think he's done better. Most definitely. Um, actually, when I was speaking to my brother about it, I was like, dog, this is this sound like one of them albums that he just put together, say here, uh, Meek just dropped the album this year or whatever, just to keep up with the the pack, because you know, like with Drake. Drake oh, and um, Kanye, they with them having they shit out. He's like, oh, well, I'm in that tier or whatever that oh, yeah. put him in. Let me throw some out. But like me, I, I I listen to it probably like three times. Like I said, I, I work at the VA, so I'm walking around with my earbud on. I listen through the whole album straight in. Like, oh, this can't even be me. Like this is just some. You definitely rushed this album, but he was on. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. He was on a. Uh, Million dollars worth of game, and it's a uh, Gil- Gilly the Kid and Wallow's cousin, and um, he was on there explaining the album, and it, it sounded like he was going somewhere with the album. But as far as the music, it didn't add up to it. I had a few songs on there that I did like, which were uh, he got a song on there called "Expensive Pain." That that one was cool too. They, they made a actually just made a video to that one. So I think once they start making videos for it, you kind of start liking the song a little bit better if the video is cool. 
what else was it? Blue Notes too? They had a video for that one. That's with him and a uh, Lil Uzi Vert. I, I didn't like Lil Uzi at first, but he got a couple of songs I like now, nowadays. And the other song I had was um, Sharing Location. That one he got um, Lil Baby and, and Lil Dirk on there. So them was probably the only three songs I actually, yeah, probably only three songs I actually will give another run. Like I put it on my, my playlist for work and shit. So I said it, it was an okay album. It's not up there with night um, dreams and nightmares or right. and nothing like that. Nothing too big. Um, did you did you want to get get into about the uh, the movie The Quiet Place? Uh yeah yeah man. Yeah, but, um, this is number two. You said you seen. Yeah, number two, and I I know you had uh, you had told me before you've seen number one, mm-hmm. and we kind of felt we we kind of felt the same. Number one, I couldn't do it though. It just it was just boring okay. to me. Yeah, it's definitely quiet, man. Uh, yeah. friend, no pun intended. I mean, it's just sign language the whole movie, and um, it ended pretty good, right? So I finished number one, and then I was like, you know what? Song number one, might as well see if they can redeem themselves in number two, right. and number two was actually better than number one man it was uh oh, it was better yeah yeah okay. they they uh they left their house and they they traveled so it kind of had like a walking dead feel to it mm-hmm. um you know they traveled and met up you know with another dude and eventually throughout the you know throughout the movie they they find a they find a colony of people that got away that are safe from those those creature things and they live on an island Mm-hmm. So they make their way to the island and they're safe and it's like okay, but just the way it ended, they're gonna make a number three and I kind of felt at this point just make the quiet place like a TV show with episodes, okay, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it like it's like I said it has that Walking Dead feel now like now it's just all about survival, right? You know, and it's it's like okay, well we kind of know what's attacking them, but. We don't know where they came from, you know, so they honestly, I think they'd make a lot more money if they made it into a TV show with seasons. Yeah, I, like I said, I'm, I'm going to have to give it another chance. I, I, I still got to go back and finish number one. It was just kind of boring to me. Like they was once they start snatching people up and shit, I was like, oh, like that came out of nowhere. But I don't know. It's just something about the movie. Just, I can't do it. Some movies, if, if it don't get my attention the first 20 minutes, then I'm turning that shit off. And it probably right. took me a while to look at it again, but I'll, I'll check it out. So you know the guy from The Office, he he made that show, like he made that movie. Which who? Uh, John Krasinski. He played Jim in The Office. He played who on there? Uh, in The Office, he played Jim, uh, the one that was like in love with the receptionist. With the reception? Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, so he he made a quiet place. What the? F- yeah, and he's also in the movie. Number one, he's the dad. You're right. That's all I said. He's in one of the movies. I thought that was something else, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that made me want to watch it now. Because I, I like The Office. I, I won't it. spoil it for you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, he must have died or some shit, man. Yeah, he don't make it to number two, bro. God damn. I knew it. I'm going to still check it out, though. I'm, yeah, I'll check that out, man. It just be one of the days I ain't got nothing else to watch. I be watching so much stuff, man. Once I get into TV shows, I'm um, be having time for it. So uh, I'm trying to finish all American right now. To be honest. You said you finished it. I'm trying to. I got like four episodes left. 
Oh, okay. You good, then. That show gets me so mad, bro. Like, I don't think you understand how mad I get. (laughs) So, let me ask you this. You seen Friday Night Lights? The movie or the show? The TV show. No. What? No, I have not watched it yet. I've always meant to. I've always meant to, but I was like, you know what? Is it? I was like, is it like the movie or is it? No, you never seen one episode. No. No. Oh my god! If you watch that, that you're gonna forget about All American. Is Friday that a good Night show? Lights, man, oh man! <laughs> Whenever you get a chance, just at least watch the first episode, dog. All right. That that is one of the best TV. That's one of my favorite. But I, like, so I'm a. If I can watch a sport all day, it'll be football. I just like the contact, like seeing people get laid out or whatever. But mm-hmm. when it comes to TV shows, if it's a sports one, I'd rather be a football. It's always good, but. That's probably the best one. Was it better than the movie? I can't even say it's better than the movie, but because it, it got so many seasons, it makes it better than the movie. But, right. It's a longer story. Yeah. You know, is, yeah. Whenever is it the same chance, same characters and all that? Like, you know, Win, you know Winchell and... Uh, I don't think it's the same characters. Same high school? Texas high school football? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, don't that, I can't remember the names on the movie. That was the thing. Like I've I've probably seen Friday Light Friday Night Lights the movie mm-hmm. probably five hundred times. Uh, like if you no, like the, no doubt. <laughs> if if you if you like the movie, it sounds like you love the movie. If you love the movie, you're gonna really love the TV show. I definitely recommend that. Does the TV show? This is a good question here. Does the TV show have better? I know it's a TV show, and it's mostly revolved around the drama mm-hmm. aspect of it, right? But if you if I had to give my honest opinion about All American, their football scenes are trash. <laughs> they are not good. Like nah. you could tell, like it's just an actor like throwing the ball. Like you know, <laughs> they don't even it's look just, like football players, man. Yeah, they, they <laughs> don't. Like I said, Jordan, I'm like, dog, get it. Get a Ben laid your ass out, man. <laughs> yeah. Ain't and he no tried to go D one. He tried yeah. to go D one. I'm like, not with that, man. Not at all. <laughs> and then uh, what's my boy Asher? Look. <laughs> Actually, funny to me, dog, because he he's trying to he's trying to be the man again. After, well, I'm pretty sure if you're on last season, you already know about the little steroid thing and shit, right? Yeah, he actually funny to me, dog. He like one of the funniest. And uh, JJ, yeah, the party dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that show funny as hell. But no, Friday Night Lights, you know. You you will finish All American, but Friday Night Lights, you can like dog. I gotta watch this every fucking day. Like it, it's that good, I guarantee. Uh, but while we're speaking on TV shows, let's let's get into the Squid Games. Mm-hmm. You uh, finished Squid Games. Where was I? Can't remember where it was based out of. Where's is that Korea? In Korea, South Korea, South Korea. Yeah, because I think I think it's I think it's in South Korea because the one of the females in the show had escaped North Korea. You're right. So I think she came into the South. Okay, cool. All right, so uh, what did you think of that show? You, you pretty much, you finished it already? I did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 poli- it I polished over. it off. Yeah, I just finished it. Somebody at work told me about it last week, like on Monday, and I finished it like two days ago, I want to say. Watched the last episode. What did you feel about that show? Did you like it? Yeah, uh, it's kind of the same as you, man. Um, everyone, like I saw these memes and 
I saw like all the PlayStation faces, dudes. Like yeah. <laughs> I saw them and my wife had watched it first. My wife is a huge anime head, man. Like she'll, I know this has nothing to do with, with anime, but she'll watch a lot of anime. Um, you ain't been any, any, no, uh, and any sort of like those shows that were, you know, originally filmed in like Korea or Japan. Mm-hmm. So she watched it on Netflix and she's like, I think you should watch it. It's really good. So I watched it and I was like, okay, you know, it's kind of slow. They're building, you know, they're building the characters and the story. And mm-hmm. but once it started getting into like the games and the, like the cutthroatness of it, um, mm-hmm. it's pretty raw. Yeah. To be <laughs> so um, who, who was some of your, I, damn, I can't even really, I think I know nobody name on the show, but who was, some um, of your, which one was one of your favorite? Who was one of your favorite characters on there? Probably the main character. Uh, I think his name was like G Yuk or G Yuk or something like that. Okay. Um, the one who had the daughter. He's like the main main character who won the Squid yeah. Game. Mm-hmm. Um, probably just him. I mean, I'm gonna be honest, man. I probably wouldn't have made it as far, but you know, he, oh, I'm gonna ask you that in a second. <laughs> he, he's a dog. Man. He made it through, you know, and. I didn't do the conversion rate because I know they were getting paid in like um, in their currency, but I think it was like what a what a billion something like that dollar in the yeah. U.S. like a billion U.S. Yeah, and I was like, all right, I mean, just to play a couple kid games. I mean, <laughs> I said it was it was crazy. Uh, who who was one of the characters you didn't like? You know, probably. That dude with the snake tattoo on his throat. Oh uh, yeah. He just a little he's a little he's a little bitch, man. Yeah. Like, to be I, I was still well actually I can't even say it was messed up. But like so I'm 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 a I'm a goofy person, man. When he when he threw that dude through that glass on that last one, I couldn't stop laughing, man. <laughs> this dude really don't care about nobody, man. But I'm glad he got the old girl got the payback on him because he I thought they was about to make it, man. I thought they was they had a little love connection and shit. And he turned his back right. over, like the next scene. Like you ain't shit. But um, so I would say who was I would say who was my favorite character? I like the old, I like the old dude. He was actually my favorite character because at at first I felt like I felt sorry for him because I was like, damn, he old, he ain't got nothing to live for. Why is he here? But it's gonna be good to see him make it through it. Then when he supposedly died i was like damn they got rid of the damn old dude but i didn't like him once it got to the end of the show when i found out like he was pretty much the mastermind behind the shit um yeah he was like korea's like biggest debt collector yeah he's an asshole man um who i didn't like it's kind of i would say that the dude with the snake on his neck but to me he made the show as well because you know at some point with him being a bad guy, that he was going to do some bullshit, like throwing dude through the glass, treating old girl like he is treating her and all that. And just, he just, he just did so much bullshit to the people in there. Um, If I, if I had to pick people that mm -hmm. I did not like in the show that I thought were like cringe to like hear them talk, were probably like the rich dudes in the golden mask. Yeah. That were, that were watching them play the game. Those guys like were pretty cringy. Yeah, they were. Just because it's so rich. Mm-hmm. You know, like they remind me of what was it like? Um, the purge, no, not purge, um, hostel. Remember, they're sitting in the room, they don't think they had masks on, though. No, 
they would just like, oh, they go in there and they kill people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, my 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 question for you was, out of all those games, so let's see. I was going to tell you the name of the game that they had in order. The first game was red light, green light. I'm, I'm, so out of these six games, which one do you think that you would have survived in and which one do you think it had been the end of the show for you? Uh, so red light, green light, that was the one where you walk. And once they say red light, you can't move. If you move, you did. Uh, number two was... The honeycomb game. What was the honeycomb game? Where they had to like cut it out of the tin without breaking it. That little the shapes. Yeah, the shapes. Okay, so the honeycomb game, the marbles. What happened? I'm trying to think what happened with the marbles. They had those in their hand. They had to keep guessing how many had in each hand, something like that. Yeah, so like the marbles, they gave everybody like ten or 13 and they're like, all right, pick a partner. So you pick a partner and then they're saying, no, we don't care what you do, what game you play, but you will try to get your partner's marbles and whoever loses all their marbles between the two of you, they they're done. They're done. Yeah. So that was number three. Number four was the tug of war. That's probably one of my favorite ones. The tug of war. That's when they went up. How high? I want to know how high they were. That was pretty high, man. Yeah, shit. I got. I'm looking at the picture. This shit is bad. Um, the fifth one was the glass bridge, which was um they had uh, they had fake glass and real glass, and they just had to jump on the next one to see if you can make it all the way to the other side. That's it. Hundreds of feet above the ground. Yeah, and then the squid game. That was the final game. And what? How did that go? When played on the sand surface with players divided into rival teams of attackers and defenders. So yeah, that's yeah, why it's a, it's a weird game. And it, the the last scene, they it's like they didn't even play it. Right. You know, that's, they that's they what started. I remember what happened on that part? Yeah, they started to play it, and then they just started fighting. Right. They just tried to. <laughs> yeah, they turned this shit into John Wick or some shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, which one do you think you would have survived out of those six? Honestly, maybe between the red light, green light, or the uh, tug of war. Tug of war. Okay. Yeah, I feel like you got a fighting chance there. Um, when it comes to like the shapes, I'll, I'll even run down them, man. The shapes, I don't have the patience. I would have snapped it. <laughs> Been nervous. Uh, sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the marbles, I'm not good. With, I've never been good with playing jacks or any sort of marble games. Mm-hmm. Um, the bridge. That's not even like a skill game, man. That's just pure. That's just luck. Like that's it. There's no skill involved in that game. Like you just, you just jump, you know. And it's like, I would have died probably on the first jump. Damn. And the Squid Game, I still don't understand it. I know they explained it in the beginning of the show, but I, it's just like a weird game. I would lose the Squid Game too. So, yeah, probably Red Light, Green Light, or the Tug of War. I'd have the, probably the best chance. All right, which one you said you had the worst? And what do you think that you had no fighting chance with? Was the the cutout bridge? The bridge, yeah, the bridge number one. Bridge, okay. Um, for me, I would say the tug. I'll say the tug of war would be the one. I know for a fact the red light green light have been done because 
I'm clumsy, man. Yeah. I said you get the walking. Like I um, I'm just thinking about like this was to really happen. Like I I got surgery on my right foot, and I've always mm-hmm. been clumsy. So I'm tripping over anything. Then me would have probably gave out on me once they said stop or some shit, and I'd have been I'd have been gone. Um, but I think I'd have had a better chance at the tub of the war. If anything, yeah. I would have been all the way at the back. And if we were just to happen to lose, I wasn't falling off that damn bridge. They just had to shoot me, dog. And I'd have right, yeah. I, I went off fighting that dude with that gun, too. So I think that would have been the, the one I had the best chance with, the tug of war. And I would have wanted an old head on my team to do the little lean back shit with him. I'd have had a better chance with him. Yeah, that was a pretty good strategy, actually. Yeah, it was. You know, it actually, like, makes me wonder, because they were all shackled to the rope. Mm-hmm. So, that oh, old yeah, guy was right. on there. So, I wouldn't have been there to get away from that shit. I would have had to die anyway. I would have been That's in the past. That's what I'm saying. Like that old guy was in on it the whole time. Like, was he fully expecting to die? If if that's what it, if that's what it took, or would they have stopped the game? No, I think he already knew. Like with that strategy, that the other team wasn't thinking that. So once, because okay. you see, like once he did it, once they started leaning back, they didn't know what the hell was going on. And when they start, they took that little run, and uh, yeah, the other dude, when they took that little run and stopped, I think they just had a better strategy. And I old head set it up with the leaning back shit, getting them tired or whatever. But okay. yeah, overall, I, I like that show. I'm looking forward to um season two. At the end of the show, I was looking at like with some, I don't know how 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 did you view the end of it? Like when he got there, was about to go home. Was you like, dude, just just go home, man. You get all this damn money. Why are you trying to go back? A hundred percent. Uh, I'm not going back. There's number one, I'm not going back. I had pretty much my friend or yeah, his friend mm-hmm. killed himself because he's like, you know what? Like I'm done already. I'm not quitting because mm-hmm. that old boy wanted to quit right there. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not quitting. Like I'll kill myself and you're going to pay my mom. Right. Like if he did that and I paid his mom and everything, like, I'm just going to take my money and dip off, man. Like, I ain't never going back. Yeah, Unless they hold, like, a tournament of champions or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm um, I'm glad he got the money to his, to the mom and all that stuff. But, yeah, that was that was a crazy show, man. Like I said, that tug of war part. When I seen them fall at the bottom, I was like, damn, like, I don't know how they're going to survive this one. But, yeah, that was, that was pretty sh- – uh, what, what would you give it out of 10? What would you rate it? Eight out of ten. About eight out of ten. I about the same. Cause I didn't want like with the um, the one girl that had the glass stuck in her that old dude mm. got her in the neck. I didn't want her to die. I thought she was a cool character. And um yeah, the old head, I just I was just disappointed with him and I was but now you think he's gonna be on the second season? Because he was still living at the no, he died. No, he died. I thought he so like I, I watched this thing and I'll go into it. Oh, yeah, they did put the hands on the eyes and shit. You're right. You know, I watched this thing and it's like all these super diehard fans, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just coming up with theories. So you know how they were playing the game before Squid Game where he would give them the, like they're pretty much playing pogs with yeah. the paper and they he gets slapped. Mm-hmm. They were saying that like if a player was to choose the red minus vice the blue, 
yeah. that they would have been one of the guys with like the square circle triangle. Oh, but yeah. but if they chose blue, they're a contestant. Oh, so okay. it, it goes pretty deep, man. And there's, you know, other other things in the show that people talk about that I'm definitely looking forward to, to season two. Yeah, I'm at the. Go back and see some of that because I ain't catch all the clues and all that type of shit. But so yeah. it, you know how they lived in like that big room with all the beds? Yeah. On the wall, all the way around the room, there's mm-hmm. like pictures yeah. of like kids playing. Mm-hmm. If you look closely, they're actually playing the games that they played. See, I didn't catch none. I just was so trying to because you know, like trying to read their lips. I'll be yeah. reading their lips and stuff like that, trying to read their lips and trying to hear what they saying like I was just all over the place so I didn't catch none of this shit man that's a good one for you I didn't catch that at all <laughs> um yeah so let's let's get into the we almost doing here with the based on a true story was um I just want to say like a a random story you had from the military like we both were in the military I did uh, eight years then you said you did a little bit over nine um good times bad times Everybody got a lot of crazy stories or whatever, but um, what um, story did you want to share with us? Well, as you know, we both, we, we, you know, we both did time in uh, Las Vegas, so mm-hmm. um, definitely wasn't the good place at all. No, it, it's definitely um, a place that was pretty rough, man, running the hills and just the, the weather and, you know, but I, I liked my time at 211. Um, I did two deployments with 211. Uh, okay did a combat deployment in 2011 and then I went to Bahrain in, uh, 2013, but, um, I'm going to probably share something about recruiting duty, um, that a lot of people probably don't know. So when you go on recruiting duty, you're, you're a sergeant already, right? Right. I would probably say 99% of recruiters that you ever run across on the street, they're sergeants, Mm -hmm. right? Um, you might see a corporal here and there, but he's probably just on recruiter's assistance. But I I worked in the operations section of the recruiting station. So it's just analytical position um, coming up with like mission letters and tracking all the kids that come in and doing, doing all that stuff for, for the recruiters. Well, it's different than being in the fleet because we're all sergeants. Mm -hmm. So there, we don't have E3 and below, man. So <laughs> there is no corporals. There's no Lance corporals. So anytime they're like, hey, you know, we're getting a visit from a general. You know, he's going to come down or the colonel. He's going to come down from San Diego. He's going to come up to Sacramento. And we need to clean the, the CP. And it's like, all right, well, you got a bunch of sergeants, uh, you know, on their hands and knees, like scrubbing baseboards and, and doing everything. So that was kind of like a, like a big culture shock for me because – you know how it is in the fleet, man. You just yeah, man. Hey, Lance Corporal, go, man, go ahead. Y'all get out there and do that shit. Yeah. And then y'all so, gotta do it. Hell no. You know, and it there's other things that I did not like about it. Um, you're familiar with like the Delta uniform? The Delta uniform is that yeah, like that? it's the blue pants and the, the Charlie shirt. Okay, yeah. So that was our uniform of the day for three years. Mm-hmm. So for being, you know how it is in the fleet, man. Like, I don't know about you, but when I was coming up in Las Vegas, when barracks duty, barracks duty was done in cameras. Yeah. Right. And then 
you know, the base general came out and he's like, Hey, we're professionals on and off duty, things like that. Now duty is done in chucks. Right. Right. I hated that. Okay. I'm just going <laughs> to, I'll go let you know, like if anything popping off in the barracks, which it did every night, mm-hmm. I'm not running you down. Hell no. Like, no. <laughs> Hell, I got one pair of core frames. I was like, I ain't running you down. I'm not getting You're dirty. I'm not picking up trash. Nothing. But and that's how it was in recruiting. Yeah, I forgot all about that though, because um I thought I, where was I at then? I know in Virginia we could wear we could wear camis for uh duty. For barracks duty. Mm. Yeah, I, I used to, I was cool with that because then if I had a problem, you can you can get down the hallway quick with some boots on. Right, you, got, right. you got them little clickety clacks on. I'm like, dog, I'm not about to chase you. Hell no, I'm about to, I'm sitting here all damn day. You know, there's the the base general for Pendleton mm-hmm. came out and said, Hey, um, for all the uh division, you know, pretty much for a division, he said, Hey, we're gonna come out a everyone's gonna wear chucks, but we're gonna leave it up for commander's discretion. So mm-hmm. essentially saying, I'm the general, y'all gonna wear chucks, but if you're if your battalion commander wants you to, you could wear camis, but there ain't no there ain't no battalion commander that's gonna go against the base general. So no, we no. all we all wore chucks. Mm-hmm. And it, it was it was rough. Man. Have have you ever seen uh that moto that moto Marine Corps video? It's like ears click, I or yeah, yeah. it's like ears, eyeballs you click. You had to see that shit, yeah. So there's a guy in there, a drill instructor, mm-hmm. uh his name is Sandercock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think in the video, he's a gunny or a staff sergeant. And he's like pretty, he's in the whole movie. Like he's yeah. the main guy that's screaming at people and just, you know, he's, he's probably like in 80% of the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. He was my company uh, first sergeant. Oh, shit. Yeah. So here's <laughs> Uh Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was pretty rough. Uh, yeah. He got kicked out for hazing. But of course, as a first art, so <laughs> yeah, I can go into that story. What he, uh, fuck? yeah, r- real quick, he was he was a uh, so I was with artillery, so as you were, yeah. um, we don't have companies, we have batteries, so he was the kilo kilo battery first art, and I guess some but one of his marines failed field day on Friday morning, so he made his whole battery come in, stay Friday night, Saturday night. And Sunday and refill day the barracks and chucks. So the whole battery was on the barracks, like even staff and CO's company, uh, battery gunny, like everybody was out there, like on their hands and knees, like scrubbing Damn. in chucks. And he didn't let them go home. So he got caught up real quick, man. Yeah. Hey, he's doing good. He's, he's doing fine now, you know. Um, I'm sure they swept him that under the rug and probably he got out honorably. You know how it is in the Marine Corps, man. Hell yeah. They love sweeping some shit up under the rug. <laughs> you know how it is. You know, like, you know, a gunny or a mass sergeant gets a DUI and it's like, it just goes away. Yeah. You know, a sergeant and below gets one and it's like, dude, you're, they're doing your Look, paperwork, bro. <laughs> yeah, they get you smooth the hell out of there. Yeah, they just protect them people because they know they're close to their retiring. They don't want to fuck them over. But yeah, right. that's fucked up, man. Well, I just had a, a quick speaking on recruiting. I I did the um assistant recruiting back in 
10 or some shit like that, man. That was, I, I'm with you on And I don't know how you did it for three years. I only did it for like, I think it was like a month or some shit. I just did it to go home so I could be at the, be at the crib or whatever. But they, them dudes like seriously, seven o'clock to seven o'clock at night. And I didn't recruit not one person. But when once I got back, he gave me two, he gave me like two or three people and shit. So that was something I definitely, I told them once I was about to go to Cali, I was like, it's no way I'm doing it. If y'all want me to do that, I'll just get out. I'm not doing no damn recruiting shit, man. That shit is just corny because my um, recruiter, it's like you pretty much stalk. And I'm pretty sure you wasn't doing it, but some of them dudes just stalk, man. Like we was up at the courthouse talking to dudes, standing outside. They talking yep. about they facing years. He had to, no, nah, man, you can you can come in the military. It's going to change your life and all this shit. I'm like, no, this dude is about to be doing 10 years. Did you hear anything he just said? And I know this dude. Like, I'm, these people yeah. I went to high school with, this is not somebody you want going into the military. So. Yeah, he's you facing know? a murder charge. Yeah, and you talking about, well, don't worry about it. Like, would you rather be facing a murder charge to go fight for your country? Like, man, shut the hell up, man. Yeah. I don't know this dude like that. <laughs> but, um, so, uh, let's get into Let's see, we just got two more segments. The uh, We Are Woke segment. Uh, I just wanted to, a quick thing I was telling you about was with the social media thing. I'm, I'm on social media a lot because I said I'm, most of the people on my social media, people I met in, throughout the military or just places I've been or whatever. But last week, the, the was it Facebook and Instagram or Snapchat, something went down. There's like two of the big social media things went down and like, a lot of people start panicking and saying like, damn, my shit fucked up, blah, blah, blah. And I just wanted people to, I just wanted to say like, at some point we have to get back to going away from social media somewhat. Like just try to limit yourself on there. It's, it's kind of hard because like, I look like when I get on social media, like most, you can get on there for one thing. And then it's just like, like me, I like looking at funny videos. You see one funny video, and as soon as it ends, it's going to bring up the next funny video. Next thing you know, it's a whole hour that went by on time, and you were just going on there for one, just look at one video and stuff. I just want to say, like, try to, like, get people to somewhat, like, limit themselves being on social media. It's not that serious at time. Stop trying to be somebody that you're not. Like, if you're this serious person on there saying you're doing this and doing that, be that same person offline. That's all I really want to say on that. And, um, the other part, because I think, like, I only see you on pretty much on Facebook or whatever, but you don't really be on it like that. I do see you on every goddamn Bills post. I will say that shit. I just saw it this morning. I'm like, my boy be on every goddamn Bills post. So I said, you be on there. You on there for right ring, like, sports shit like that. But, right. like, me just knowing, like, my people from my hometown and then people I met in Indiana or whatever, it's like, dog, you not even like this in real life. Just stop doing this shit, man. Um, what what do you think about? It? Do you feel like, as far as like, say like ten years ago, you can? Do you feel like the the bigger difference on how people are more stuck on their social media image compared to who they are in real life? Yeah, how much time you got, man? What's that? <laughs> how right. much time you got? All right. <laughs> so, you know why that shut down? I, I don't know. I, I didn't even look into it. I just logged off. So Facebook had a whistleblower. Okay. A lady came out, uh, 
she was like an exec at Facebook and she came out and she was dropping all this sketchy stuff that Facebook does and how Facebook actually doesn't do anything to stop violence. They pretty much incite violence, right? right? Where I'm going to use George Floyd's case as an example, right? For mostly of, because Facebook has all these algorithms and, you know, depending on what you post, they know who is a huge supporter of George Floyd Mm -hmm. and who is not. So they were making sure that the people who did not support George Floyd were seeing more George Floyd ads. People that supported George Floyd are seeing more of like, oh, George Floyd was a killer and he was a, a criminal. So they're starting a war. Right. Right. So she came out, she blew the whistle. So Facebook shut down for all day. And yeah. I'm going to be honest, man. Like you said, I'm not on Facebook like that. I go on there. I look at memes, bills, pages, uh, funny videos that I'll share with you. Um, my wife only strictly uses Facebook to like upload family photos mm-hmm. of us and share it with the family that don't live here. Right. Oh, okay. So that's kind of what we use Facebook for. And honestly, I think that's why Facebook was created um, to to connect people and, you know, and and make sure people can stay connected. As soon as Facebook became a political platform, it, it all went out the window. Right. So we're, we're a little bit older. We're more mature. We can watch a video and just instantly know what they're trying to do. Right. And it's like, it's the maturity factor. We could just discard that video and keep going and only watch the funny ones. But there's people out there that once they see a video, it's true. Yeah. They 100% believe it. They're like, oh, you know, for instance, George Floyd's, before he was taken down to the ground, he spit in the officer's face. Like, that didn't happen. Right. You know what I mean? And they think it it happened. So I 100% agree that the world uh, needs to scale it back off social media. Um, I'd be okay if it just went away. I was going to say, so remember when it first came out, it was only for people that's in college. Right. Then they opened it up to everybody. And I feel like once you think, you've you, you been to college? Yeah, I have a degree. So I was, most majority of the college people I've met, they, they're more mature, more mature. So when you get people like nothing against people that wasn't able to finish high school or something like that, but those are some of the most disrespectful books I've met in my life, man. A lot of people that like don't have that background, that educational, don't know how to talk to people on or offline. Like these are the, the people I see cussing people off online. If I've seen in real life, I know some of them are like that, but I know most of them are just like, they just got a hidden agenda. Like they, they like to hide that shit. Like it's not them online. So, um, like yeah, I, just, I, I see, I, I see posts every day that are the spark of controversy. Yeah. And the, the post will have a hundred thousand comments on it. And I'll look through the comments just to kind of see like where people's headspace is at. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, like I am like scared. See, for, like, like me, dog. That's, that's what I'll be doing too. And, and I don't like, ever comment. I don't ever comment. Cause then I'll, I'll be like a target. See, I used to do that. I used to comment, but then it was like, st- like even with my girl, she know like I get on there. She like, I tell her, like, damn, I got I got blocked on Facebook, and she's like, what you mean? I'm like, I cussed this one dude out, 
And I'm like, oh, what? And I was like, man, that little video there is talking about what the dude and all this. It's like it's, it's messed up, like where people here be or they just say shit to target, like to, to piss you off. You know, like if you post something that's like disrespectful, somebody gonna come. I'm like, why would you say that and all that? Then they get on on you, then you arguing back and forth with this person. But at the end of the day, you never met this person in your life. You don't know them. Why are you wasting time and shit? And Facebook should be able to see that once right. somebody puts something disrespectful. Or any signs of bullying still, because people still do get bullied at this age. They need to start blocking these people, and maybe let us tone it down a little bit. You know, yeah. I'm gonna send you a video. It's really short. Um, I'll send it later on today. There's actually like a whole division of people that work at Facebook where their whole job is to pretty much like comb through, like Like black people. No, like violence um you know and it talks about the things that they see that people are trying trying to post to facebook like i mean murder people film murder and try to post it uh rape burglaries like just heinous ass things that people are trying to post online and it's these people's jobs to go through it and like delete it oh okay you know and they have to watch it you know, so and that goes back to what you were saying. A lot of it is um, ignorant youth. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite, we were just talking about this the other day, one of my favorite, you know, New York, Brooklyn, up and coming rappers, you know, Pop Smoke. Mm-hmm. And he got killed yeah. because of something he posted online, man. By accident, too. Like, yeah. just accidentally had yeah, his address. Picture, on right? Yeah. Yeah. And he got murdered and robbed. My kid. 15-year-old kid, man. Nipsey Hustle. Yeah, same way. You know, and it, it, it's a shame, dude. Like, it is, most definitely. I hope it goes away. I mean, we pretty much all transitioned away from MySpace, right? So, mm-hmm. and that's I don't think... It's like, I woke up one day and MySpace was gone. Like, they turned it's... into a little music spot, then... Yeah. Is, <laughs> no, I'm like, what the hell happened to my account? But... I said they they just need to do a better job at that shit, man. I'm not gonna lie though, like back in the uh, I don't even know what grade I was in when it was hot, probably like freshman or sophomore. Uh MySpace was fire, dude. Like with no, the background. Yeah. <laughs> you got your background, you can put your music. Then they what they fucked up at was when they started putting the top, the top four, top ten. Then you gotta have a top twenty-five. If you ain't in that top twenty-five and one of your homies hit you up. They're not hitting you up. They're like, dog, you ain't got me in your top 25. Oh, yeah. Like, bro, you that, like, for real. Like, we about yeah. to sit here. We didn't fell out because I ain't in your top 25. Like, man, that shit. That was a real big issue, actually. Uh, yeah. Top four, top eight, top 10, top 25. And you're right. You had to pick top 25. And then my biggest go-to was always like, ah, oh, man, I don't mess with that. Like, you know, if I have a little girlfriend at the time, man, she might be number one. But other than right. that, like. It it don't matter, but it don't matter, dog. Just Not enjoy my my cool Buffalo Bills background and my music. <laughs> I had my shit dick. I, that's why I wish I could get like a screenshot of like all that stuff I had. But some people be saying they you can um submit your I don't remember what my email was or nothing like that. But they said you can submit it somewhere and then bring up your like the last part of your, the MySpace you had or whatever. But I, I like to see how my shit look. I just want to see who like who my top 24 was and all that shit. But that shit, you know, that shit used to be cool. The, it was actually pretty dope because now 
nowadays, like Facebook, I mean, you can't do any of that, that cool stuff. Right. But back in the day, it was like, okay, if I want this cool background or if I want this music, I actually have to like add the code Mm -hmm. in there. Like I have to copy and paste the the URL and the the link and all that. So that was pretty cool. Like you actually had to work to make your shit look good. Oh, so, so the last part I want to, well, before we get to the last part, I just wanted to mention, um, you said you, you haven't, do you invest in, do you invest at all? Like as far as like crypto, anything like that? You know, no. Um, I'm just going to be honest with between the kids and, and my, my job and watching, watching football now and hockey, I just don't even have time to read up on it. Okay. Um, you know, I kind of read up on like that, the, what's that movie theater? That. AMC, yeah. yeah, like that whole thing and Do- uh, Dogecoin and, yeah. and and all that. I didn't get in on it just because I don't know. Like if somebody was like, hey, just give me 20 bucks and I'll do it for you. It's like, all right. But I just don't have the time to research it all. Oh, I feel No, bro, like I said, I, it was actually a, a younger dude that I met in college. Um, he was probably like 19 or so. He was sitting next to me. He was, um, he was, he was like, hey, he was like, do you, do you invest in like cannabis? And all that, and I'm like investing. I'm like, no. He's like, yeah, man, you can you can pay like, I mean, you can if you got a de- with your debit card, you can put like twenty dollars and invest in this. Right now, it's like a dollar a dollar ten for each share. So I'm like, okay. So he's like, if you buy ten shares, of course, if it's a dollar, it's ten ten dollars or whatever. But he said like over time, it either is gonna go up or go down. And he's like, he gave me a couple of them that I can invest in. That's why I did. I went home that day. Downloaded Robin Hood and downloaded the A A um A C B and some Hexo or something like that. And ever since then, I just started looking into it. And then, like as far as with the crypto, I'm gonna talk about Dogecoin. I invested in that when it was like 13 cents. So when it shot up to 70 cent, I had like 500 dollars in it because I only invested a certain amount of coins, like probably like 100 coins. And it can you was pull like, that out? Can you pull out yeah, that 500? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can pull it out whenever you want to, but it's better to keep it in and let it, because if it goes from 70 cents, if it would have shot up to like a dollar, that ain't been even more. But I took out, I got, it was like $580. I took out like $300 and I just been letting the rest of it build. But with the Shiba coin, it's under a penny. So this pretty much penny stocks. And um, I bought 5 million. Yeah, about 5.5 million for like $60. And now it says 220. So it's been going up and down. Like I just check every day. But I just wanted to reach out and say, like, um, when if you do get a chance, like whenever you board or some shit, just download crypto.com. It's an app. And it pretty much shows you the breakdown. It shows you how much each coin costs. And um, if you want to invest in it, like shit, just throw $20 on there and show you like 50 coins or some shit. And just I mean, I turn my notifications off, but I check it like my bank account every morning. I just check it and shit. Like I said, a lot of like on social media, it'll pop up and say, hey, Shiba coin just went up to this much. Y'all check y'all stocks. You get on there, you might have a couple hundred, couple thousand sitting up in there. Withdraw whatever you want and keep on building it. So it's just something to think about, dog, because I'll just be just looking for different ways than have different money coming in like that's just right. like money that you forget about like it's pretty much like a bank account you throwing twenty dollars into your bank account you just letting the money grow and right like say you forget about it you might see something you want like a, a brand new car you're like damn this shit then went up to thirty thousand 
I could take that shit out and throw it towards that. And it's like money you forgot about. So right. it's just something to look into, man. Did you did you ever invest in Bitcoin? Yes, I did, but I didn't do like no big money into it because some of my boys they had a couple thousand they put in. I, I had like a couple hundred, and those little couple hundreds turned into to something. But overall, I took it out because I was like, I'd rather have like the ten thousand and like everybody else had in because you know it's like the sixty three right now. So, but I got like I said, I got a couple of my boys that I don't know, not sixty three, but a couple of my boys got some. Like they living off that shit right now, man. So I guess my biggest question when it comes to like Bitcoin and Shiba coin, we're putting real money into those stocks. Is yeah. is it like is there anywhere in the world where I could actually use Shiba coin as currency? They so is that what they're trying Shiba to do? Coin, I, I don't know, but with Doge coin and Bitcoin, they're starting to build the machines. I don't know, like here we have like um the Walmarts. I'm pretty sure y'all got Walmart. They starting to put those machines in the gas stations and Walmart and stuff. So people that got that, you can just put your phone right up to it and you can pay like that. Okay. And I'm I'm pretty sure right now the Bitcoin, the Bitcoin game market is like saturated. Yeah, right. Yeah. Every everybody's in there. But yeah, what about yeah. what about Shiba coin? How much is it to get in right now? That like I said, that's it's under a penny right now. Okay. Like it's, um, it's like way under a penny. 22876. Yeah, I had to send you the screenshot or something, man. But like I said, I, I put like $60 in it and now my shit is $220 right now. And that's just, like, I ain't even putting no more money in it, but I'm about to start getting back to putting a couple of 20s in there every week or so just to let it but be. There is the, the possibility of, you know, today, for instance, I'm, I'm a guy and I put $500 in the Shiba coin. Mm-hmm. I wake up tomorrow, I got nothing. Not necessarily. I don't think it would ever just shoot straight down to zero. You can, it, it's some days that you can wake up that it can drop down like 400, maybe 300. But you're just looking at like, this is something that you just want to invest in that you got on the side. Like if you got extra money laying around. like Right. Don't be scared record. and pull it out. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, I'm not one of those type that I'm not throwing no thousands in there because I don't have thousands sitting around. But if I had it sitting around right now, I would. Because you think about like, like the average the average person, they'll go buy shoes for two hundred. They'll buy outfits two hundred. They'll buy um, season season long tickets for thousands of dollars. Go to the games, all that shit. This is a little money you could be putting to the side, and this money build up, and you got it. You can use that money one day, and like I said, it won't reflect your pockets at the moment. You feel me? Right. It's like an extra pot of money. Yeah. Without dip, without dipping into like your real money. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's all it is, man. So man, uh, I shop at Ross. I shop at Ross, bro. Huh? <laughs> I shop at Ross. Hey, so. oh, shit. Hey, I, <laughs> no, I go. Here. I got this little shirt, and dog, this hat. I be getting. I go to Burlington, Walmart, because mm-hmm. like I said, graphic shirts. That's all I care about. Like. Usually if I buy some offline, I only buy my shoes offline or something, but I'm right. not paying no $30, $40 for no t-shirt. Not not at no. my age now. I don't right. worry about that. As long as I'm comfortable, I'm cool. Yep. Yeah. Um, so let's let's get into the last part, man. Um, the last segment we had was the top five. I do that for every show and I usually let the guests um pick the top five. So what you have for me? Uh well, I wanted to know 
your personal all-time top five running backs in the NFL. And if I know this is like a kind of a question shot out of the dark, if you want me to get your your wheels turning, I can give you my top five. Okay. Oh right, yeah, I've got go ahead. What you got? All right. So the first one, and again, this is like person, you know, this is my top five, right? Mm-hmm. So they might be out of order, you know, number one, like Mike Allstott is number one for me. Okay. Uh, he was like the running back and fullback for the Bucks. Mm-hmm. A train, big, 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 strong dude. Uh, number two, Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Barry Sanders. Okay. Number four, Walter Payton. Okay. And number five, Ladanian Tomlinson. That's a good list right there. I can fuck with. I almost said T, but like I, I didn't really watch his games like that. It was always like most of the highlights. The only time I seen him was when he played the Titans, and it was like he was doing it <laughs> dirty every time. I used to hate them playing the Chargers. But they um, would run the they would run LT like on fourth and ten. Hell yeah, they don't give a damn. <laughs> he'll get it. Yeah. He'll get it. Shit. Um. All right. What top five I had? So I'm gonna go from. Really, there's not no order because, uh, yeah, this is not in order. Yeah, it's a bias list. Okay. So, um, five, I would say Adrian Peterson. I just like the way, like, the way I just like them hard runners that, like, will run through you, don't look like they got that much speed, but once they get out in the open, they look like they flying like goddamn Sonic down the field or whatever. So, right. I'll say Adrian Peterson. Um, the other, I would say Barry Sanders. I just like the way that, he made people look crazy on the field, even behind a, a bad offensive line, a bad team. He still made found ways to like get open and shit like that. You feel me? Um, Plus, he re- he retired super early. Very early. If if he would have if he would have stayed, I don't. He would have had a record that have been the record that Emmett would have possibly broke. Hundred hundred percent. Yeah. Um, who else was it? Emmett Smith. Like I said when okay. I was growing up, he was one of those players when I was young. Everybody was talking about one of the fastest dude out. He is the offensive line was good for the Cowboys. They always had a somewhat good offensive line. Um, my, you know, my top two got to be um, CJ, uh, Chris Johnson. I just like just one of the one of the fastest dudes I've seen on the field. Every all, if you look at like his highlight reel, it's crazy the way he made people miss and all that. And then my number one that I honestly like not being biased because I'm a tired Titans fan, but I honestly think Derrick Henry going to be the best running back of all time. I'm starving. As long as he don't get no big, like, knee injuries or something like that, about five, six – if he could get, like, five, six more good years in at this level, he'll he's going to shatter every record. Like, I, like right now he has a chance to break the, the 2006. Hey, Daddy. The 2006 or 2102. He, he, he got a chance to break the record this year with this extra game, I think he can do it. Which so, is 2,006 rushing yards. Is 2,006? Yeah, it's, well, it's in like it's, – I think it's like around 2,000. Yeah, because I think – no, I think Chris Johnson had 2,006. But um, Eric Dickerson got – um, I thought he had 2,102 or something. It might be 21. And that I, I didn't mention him because I didn't see him playing football, but – when you look at him, like he wanted to pretty much like Derrick Henry, a big dude that can run over people, add the speed and everything. So, yeah, that, that's my top five, man. I, but I do believe that Henry is one of those guys that 
he gonna break hey, some breakers and be one of the best. I put him at my number two. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I peaked that. I peaked that. So you respect it. So yeah, man. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and we can go ahead and wrap this up, man. I, I appreciate you for tapping in on the show, man. Um, I'm, I'm mad we didn't get to get it in the other day and shit. Figured out it was my damn mic or whatever, but. Once I get my setup, like I've been saying, I'm going to get my setup and all that stuff. I'm going to definitely have you back on the show, man, just to, like I said, we could chop it up, get a couple episodes in whenever you're free or whatever, man. But um, before we get out of here, I just want to thank everybody for tuning into the We Are Woke podcast on um, YouTube. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to post the audio today since I'm doing it on Zoom. I'm going to post the audio on um, Spotify, iHeartRadio. All, all those major platforms, I'll post that a little Hi. bit later. But it will be on YouTube. I'll send you the link and everything. I'll make sure I tag you in on FaceTime. Facebook, I mean. I'll, right. I'll tag you in all that stuff. And um, uh, as far as your business, did you want to? I wanted to give a shout out to that. Like, what's your business for? And how can people get involved with that? Uh, sure. So um, me and a, and a fellow uh, Marine Corps veteran, that we served together in Sacramento and he had served in Las Pulgas as well. Um, we started the United States military golf championships. So okay. it's a, it's a golf program that we created to help veterans separating active duty um, who are, who may be struggling with depression, TBI, um, pretty much any, any ailment that they're going through and showing them a different outlet. So I'm a huge golfer. He's a huge golfer. And what we do is we bring those people in and we pay for them to get, you know, golf clubs, golf lessons, hook them up with all of our swag, our logo and things like that. And we put them into U.S. Amtour events um, in the city in which they live in. Um, okay. And I do have a I do have a website. And right. it's, what was it's, that website? It is www usmgc.golf okay cool i'm a, what i'm gonna do is at the end of the video i'll just i'll post that link or i'll put it in descriptions at the bottom so i'll let people know to um any military vet just is this just for marines oh no sorry about that any service branch so any service um, branch retired or um active yep active okay. duty separating active duty veteran you know, they served four years and got out, anything like that. And okay. I think right now we have 12 sponsored veterans on our golf team right now. That's what's up. I ain't so. never going to get into golf. Actually, I tried to golf up in um, go Virginia. Oh, it's horrible. So you're pretty good at golf? I'm okay. Okay. I wouldn't say I'm, I'm not Tiger Woods, but um, it's, one of the, it's one of the sports that, you know, you grew up playing sports. I, I grew up playing basketball, football, everything like that. And, it's, those are team sports. Golf is an individual sport. So you get real critical on yourself real quick. And there's no one else to blame if you lose but, but yourself. But to say, yeah, it's all on you typing in. I just, yeah. not to throw you off, but I just seen a clip of J.R. Smith. They, um, he just started doing it, but he got stung by Hornet and such, some shit. Yeah, he went back to, I forgot what college. Um, he got accepted. He's playing. Um, I think they're D one. I think they're a D one college program, and they showed a picture of Smith out there, and mm-hmm. man, he looks like he's about forty five. Yeah, he looked. But <laughs> that, that Wade and Hennessy, goddammit. Yeah, he he looks rough. Uh, I think he's only like thirty two. 
Yeah, he's he a young dude. He's 30 something. Yeah. So, does that so I don't follow the NBA as close right now, but does that mean J.R. Smith is done in the NBA? Or is this just doing it just no, for no, now? He's been, he's been, I think he's, he's been done about two years. He played for the Lakers last year or the year before, and it just, he was just on the team. You feel me? Right. I think he's been done since uh, the little video leaked. Uh, that kid outside. Yeah. Oh, okay. Try to do some, yeah. But yeah, man. Um, like I said, I'm. I'll post this video. I'm about to let it load and all that stuff. I have it posted, and I'll be reaching back out to you. But like I said, once again, thank you for tuning into the We Are Woke podcast. I'm Demetrius. It's my guest Anthony. Once again, I appreciate you for tapping in with me, bro. Definitely get you back on the show, man. Um, y'all like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel, We Are Woke podcast, Instagram, Facebook. Um, y'all tune in next week. Um, until then, go Titans. Um, we're going to see y'all boys on Monday, man. We will see the Bills on Monday. But, um, yeah, man, I'm going to holler at you, dog. All right, man. Hey, thanks for having me today, man. And you let me know uh, the next time I could be on, you know I'll be here. Yeah, most definitely.